Welcome to Facehammer, an Age of Sigmar podcast, bringing you product reviews, news from the UK tournament scene, as well as some pro hobby tips. So stay tuned and get ready for some hammer to your face. Welcome to Facehammer Minisode number 10. It's me, Russ the Face. I'm joined by Terry Pike. I can't figure out if it's witty. There's not nothing new there. And also we have a special guest, which is Steve Follows. How are you doing, Steve? All right. Thanks for having me. Oh, that's later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you meant to come on the show. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, now, I know people are probably wondering uh, why you're here. Um, basically, you... I've done two Age of Sigmar events in November. I think they're both November. Yeah, they were. I managed to get the go-ahead to go. You got permission from the powers that be. I do. Yeah, and and you did quite well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. Did you get uh, some silverware. I did. I got two two lovely uh, two lovely trophies. Um, thanks to the uh, the Reading boys and the South London Legion. Uh, they always do uh, really really nice trophies. So. And what shape did they take? Um, in they, terms of they, what they for? Um, <laughs> as they, in not how phallic were they, or, or, <laughs> or how good were they as like a sex aid or something? Well, one was actually had a massive point on the end, so I'd, you don't want to put that up. Either no, one, do don't, you? don't want to be messing with that. No. Um, they were both they were both first place trophies, um, which so was well done. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. That. Well, that's uh, that's that's pretty impressive. Isn't it? It's uh, Age of Sigma. It's a new game. It's a new game. It's a reset. Mm. Skill, bases don't matter. Skill doesn't matter. Okay, well, no, no, no. So um, yeah, you got t- you took two podiums, first place. Um, pretty much. Did you did you lose any games? I can't remember. Um, I did. Yeah, at um, London's Calling, I I lost my last game. I think it was twelve was eight. Yeah, I basically I by that point I sort of I knew I couldn't lose, so I um, I just played completely balls out and it didn't she didn't do what i did then like knew i knew i couldn't lose blood and glory then went yeah fuck it gonna get a 20 anyway play like a douche that's what i do yeah well i went for it if it paid (laughs) i got the double turn then it would have gone my way but i didn't so it didn't or big gamble right so um you took brett's didn't you i did yeah yeah pretty good um these events we use in the Clash comp, which we talked about on the show before, version 1.2. So um, before we get into all of that, let's just have a little bit about who you are in terms of Warhammer um, and you know where, how long you've been playing and what editions you've played and if you've done anything of note over previous editions and things. So just so people uh, get an idea. Yeah, um, so I've been playing as most, basically most sort of what you would say... Um, more mature gamers i've been playing for on and off 20 years um like most people i had a sabbatical around about my (laughs) (laughs) pot kettle black yeah exactly um yeah and um sort of came back in uh, as many people did start with 40k and then quickly saw the light 40k this is I'll edit that out. Don't worry. Just, just, just gloss over it. No, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Very, very quickly saw the light. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, moved into Warmer Fantasy, and that was that was must have been back in fifth edition. Maybe that might be wow. fourth edition. Um, I think it's fourth edition actually. Um, 
and yeah, I've just been playing loads since then. I played with mates in the store for uh, in stores for quite a long time, and then discovered the tournament scene a few years back. Um, when did you start playing Warhammer Thompson? Was that during fifth um, edition or sixth or, or what? Uh, that would have been, I think. Properly tournaments was seventh edition. Yeah, uh, it was the like my first big tournament was actually the uh, second to last of the GT heats. Oh, I love those. Um, they were awesome. They were so good. They were so good. Please, Games Workshop people, if you're listening, please bring those back. They, yeah, they were immense. And when it I was... say bring them back, I don't mean turn up and play for two hours. Do what you want. No Swiss system and hundred models on the table. Everyone, do what everyone you like. wins. Everyone's a winner. We all get a medal for taking part. Anyway, yeah. I, so I, I, mean, I walked up to that first event. I I did all right. I got I qualified for the final and thought, well, fuck it. I've got to the final. I'll just take the same list that I took to the heats. And I got completely raped. Uh, <laughs> I think there was a period. It did depend what heat you went to. Is it yeah. when which one all the independent gamers went to? Yeah, because I we used to like when I started. We went. Well, I went to my first heat when I worked in. Well, I think it was sixth edition. Might have been two thousand eight or something. No, ninety eight. Two thousand. I don't know. It was it was a long time ago. Two thousand one, maybe two thousand one. I don't know. Ages ago, um, and basically we. Uh, I ended up go into the heat where all the independent gamers were and I think the first game was Ben Johnson the second game was Keith Wilkinson that was the only time I never qualified for the final so <laughs> it was pretty brutal um, yeah yeah, it was it, it, but still it was um, it was one of those things where you go and then you're just addicted to it you you have to go to more so um, went to the the following year went to the GW1s um, found the Warhammer forum started seeing other tournaments um i played with uh, empire for a while and then uh some lizard men and then found my way onto some bretonians um yeah. and was having a really good time with them um found that because they were a really old book you had to sort of play out your ass the entire time it was there they were a really really tough army to play with um then eighth edition came out and suddenly they got a hell of a lot better yeah, because everyone was rocking monstrous infantry and things like that, and suddenly cavalry were a lot better about against that. And, and static started, res was a thing. Exactly. Um, started to uh, pick up a few more podiums and decent results at, at events. Um, You've been to the Masters as well, right? Yeah, I've been a couple of times. Um, I took, I I qualified for the first one with the Bretts actually, and I, I think actually getting to that Masters would probably be the highlight of playing tournaments despite i think i came sixth in the end of that masters but getting to was that one of the first ones of eighth was that the second it's the one i went to where i come second yeah it was i wasn't there then i assume no it was i i loved every minute of it um even when i had to play curry on watchtower and i had no infantry (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, we won't talk about towers in the masters yeah, that's that's how I got screwed in the last game of the last Masters as well. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've been to been to a couple of Masters, really enjoyed those, um, and have also uh, been to the ETC a couple of times. Played with the uh, the Wales boys, had a really good time. Um, big shout out to those guys. Great. And, you, and, and to be honest, perfectly honest, you would have easily got on the England team, I think, if you if you were sort of interested in that that sort of level of, of play um, from the years. I think there was definitely times when. I think if you put your name forward, you would have got on. Um, 
well, it's, it's, I suppose it's in on air now, but um, I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that this year I'm on the uh, England selection committee this year. Uh, okay, so you're um, not going this year, though. No, I've, I've, uh, I've no interest in playing ninth at the moment. I mean, it could change, but um, at the moment I'm, as we'll sure go on to, I'm really enjoying playing basically Age of Momar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm really, really enjoying doing it. Um, I don't know where I'm going to be next summer either, so I didn't want to commit to to anything. No, um, no, definitely. But yeah, I, uh, I I loved going to the UTC. If um, I think of any tournament game you're going to play, uh, playing in a team is the best. Um, yeah, yeah I agree. There's no feeling like you know when you're sat down doing the matchups, you're trying to help each other out. You're the way you play is just totally different. Um, so I, I love love going to team events, and ETC is just like it's the ultimate team event, isn't it? In in you know, multiply by a thousand because you're you're there for almost a week with each other, and you're on holiday, and so you go out for meals, you go for drinks, you go out in the evenings. It's it's just you, you it's get just videos awesome. of people doing dodgy dancing, and then being told <laughs> that you're not allowed to post it anywhere on the internet. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always that, that. Never happened. No. Sorry, Jack. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. I um, uh, I still like to go to events. It's it's been a while actually have you, since. Have you I've, done Denmark? I've never done Danish warm up. No. Oh, um, I, I'd actually i I took a sort of a bit of bit of a tournament break after I think it was South Coast. Um, didn't go to anything until the ETC. And yeah. then I hadn't been to another event since ETC until these two in November. They just happened to be back to back. Well, there wasn't uh, really a lot on, was there, apart from Clash? No, not a massive. I would have loved to go to Clash. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a good event. It was obviously the first first Age of Sigmar. Let's give this a go, kind of event. Um, okay, so that's obviously told listeners a little bit about you and, and sort of experienced war gamer that you are and what you've done. And you know, didn't didn't mention that you schooled me up at an event. I like that. That's good. Oh yeah, that was awesome. That. that was actually uh, what's that horned it? Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was the my all flying demon army. Does that? What's that horn do? Oh yeah, they can't move. Oh, great. Um, Rub their hands together. Yeah, I. Yeah, that wasn't great. Um, but it's well played anyway. Um, but yeah, so Brett's in. So we're talking about um, your list because you took the same list, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, to both events. So, do you want to just go through like how you selected it? I mean, was yeah. it just what you had, or, or did you actually put um, some thought into it? I know in you, you probably need to think about it. Well, it, I hadn't, um, I hadn't really thought about it a huge amount. I, I from listening to um, feedback from Clash and just talking to a couple of people, it seemed like synergies were the way forward. Um, yeah making sure that you've got combos with your characters and your units. And if any special units give buffs to your characters or units or whatever like that, um, it seemed like that was, that was the way to play it. It's definitely um, a thing. Yeah. Massive. Um, and then the other two things were, um, doing as much rend as you could and then mortal wounds. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Brett's don't do either particularly well. Um, I think, I mean, the characters do rend the, Trebs do rend and Grail Knights do, but yeah, Grail Knights nothing, do they? they yeah, Grail Knights do. One. Yeah, but nothing does 
Mortal Wounds. Um, it's actually, actually from experience of looking through a lot of the um, scrolls, it, a lot of the older compendiums are not very balanced in that regard. Mm. Like, Tomb Kings have got a shed load of Rend and a shed load of Mortal Wounds. But, and then, like, you look at, like, Chaos... Like they have warriors. fuck all rend. They've got hardly <laughs> any damage. rend. And they, it's, all, <laughs> it's all just loads of dice. Like loads of fours attacks. or fours and threes. And loads of attacks, loads of dice, no rend, no mortal wounds, basically. And they not much damage multiplier either. It's just no. all damage one. Before yeah. people email in and tell me, oh, we've missed this chaos unit that has this uh, multiple... I, I know there are things with it, but I'm just saying it's not an abundance. As, as a whole. <laughs> yeah. And that, so, yeah, going into the, the list build, it was basically... Okay, there's no rend, well, very little rend, uh, and no nothing in the way of mortal wounds outside of wizards. So just try and do as much damage as you can because the knights. Uh, the one good, uh, the thing I do really like about the the the, the writing for the Brett is that it's <laughs> it's it's themed in the sense that everything revolves around the charge. Yeah. Um, so you want to try and set as many situations up where you get the charge. Um, and then you can just buff the shit out of your units to try and um, make sure they do as many wounds as they can because every model does, well, sorry, every rider does two damage per wound on the charge. Yeah. Um, plus, then you've got your horses who, for a ridiculous reason, have got more attacks than the riders on the Realm Knights case anyway. Well, you've played uh, one many years, mate, you know that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I looked at what I owned. I wasn't prepared to buy anything new, um, and sort of said to myself, I just want to get as many knights on the table as I can. Mm. These uh, ones are good. Spam, 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 spam. Exactly. Looked at errant knights, thought, fuck that, they're not good. Looked at realm knights, thought, they're better. Um, looked at grail knights and thought, yeah, they're awesome. Let's take some of them. Uh, and similarly with peg knights. So, yeah. So they, I mean, like from what I immediately noticed from the comp is that you've got you've got like knights of the realm. You get five but five men for one, mm. but that's obviously that's ten wounds with four up save. Yeah, ten inch move with four well three attacks a model on the charge and on the charge it's one of them's damage two. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. And you it's get plus safety. one two saves if three up save on the charge. Three up save on the charge. I mean, that, um, that's that's ridiculously cheap, really, for what you get. Yeah, yeah, they're very good. Uh, and two inch reach the, as well. Which... Yeah, the two inch reach is is massive because um, it means you can effectively fight in two ranks. So um, although they don't have the rend or the damage, they kind or the, they kind of they do have the speed and the yeah. reach. And that's that's the thing. It's they have the speed. Um, that a lot of other armies don't, um, and so if you deploy them in and if you deploy them tactically, you can even if you don't get one of the charges, you can usually get the other charge. Um, you can sort of do a counter charge, and if that unit gets in, it hits hard. Um, did you that, did yeah. you think you might have to get a little cup to hold up in the air? Was that was that in part of your shopping list? Did you think I'll get my little Grail valve? No, I read the comp that far. <laughs> no, that's a shame. I think you should do it anyway. Um, I did. I did say it quite a lot. I did say uh, for the lady a fair amount. It doesn't sound very uh, heroic, there, Steve. I'll do it. I'll do it off off air. I'll, um... Oh, sports spot. <laughs> At least it's special. Do you want to hear the list or not? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Sorry. 
Um, so I took the the, the Brett Lord um, on a peg because his command ability is uh, a bubble radius. Everything within 15 can reroll its charge distance. And that's another great thing about the the Bretts is because they get an extra dice. They roll an extra dice um, for their charge distance and then pick the two highest. Or in Peg Knight's case, they roll four dice and pick the two highest. Wow. Um, so when you get to reroll that, they you know peg knights are getting first turn charge more often than not yeah. uh, but they're moving so 16 aren't they they're moving 16 as well yeah <laughs> so you can usually get a pretty good charge off and himself when he charges he's he's kind of like the old chaos lord in that he can be balls to the walls hella fucking awesome or just shit um so but t- he tends to be that guy that just gives the extra charge range and they can go hunting for monsters and heroes because he gets the reroll to hit against them Wow, he's got five attacks. Yeah, like damage attacks. D3. What? Yeah, D3 That's plus ridiculous. one for charge. That's yeah. ridiculous compared to a lot of heroes. They're yeah. like and you a lot of heroes a... like three attacks. Yeah, freeze and freeze with damage. Put two. him on a peg as well. You put him on a peg. Um, Can he pile him twice if he does? That? And you give him a what is it? A mystic shield. That's the spell. And then he's when on the charge, he's got a two up save rolling ones. Um, he's got a three up save basic. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Um, so he's he's one and a half points. Um, Bargain. Yeah, absolute. Uh, then chucked in the Fan Enchantress because she's one and a half points. A normal wizard's one, but she gets to cast two spells a turn. Why not? Um, and then one of them's on a two plus, and it can't be unbound. Um, and her extra spell is it gives because I only take noble units in the army. It gives them plus two to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it basically means all your realm knights and all their horses are hitting on twos. Or if you do it on the grail knights. The Grail Knights and their horses hitting on twos, and they're rerolling misses as well, because that's just what all Grail Knights do as standard. Yeah. Um, uh, she has. Of, she gives them. That's weird because she gives them that anyway, doesn't she? She does. Um, I think it's it's weird. the whole hold the Grail. They basically, if she's in the you list, just, you don't need you to don't hold, have the to hold up. Grail up. That yeah. just spoils the fun. No. Um, <laughs> and then took a couple of damsels in there. I didn't actually take them thinking for the Mystic Shields and things, but. That's, as it turned out, that's what they did a lot of. Um, Who knew? I took them. I don't know. Uh, I took them because the damsel basic spell is to get a five up ward save. Um, so I was thinking against things that did lots and lots of mortal wounds, like hell cannons and stuff. Um, and then the wild card character was the green knight. He's two points. He rocks up on a four plus, uh, more than nine inches away. He can't move, but he can charge. Um, but he is he does fly uh, 12 inches um, and he ignores rend um, yeah and he's got a 3 up so he? he's got a 3 up save uh, and if you kill him in your next hero phase he comes back on a 4 up um, so he was he was the wild card but as it turns out he was amazing he, uh, he looks amazing up. yeah he, he was absolutely brilliant because you literally uh, just go well I'm going to charge you and stop you doing anything Exactly. He just sits in people's way, and then if he dies, you just bring him up somewhere else on the board and do it to another unit. He dies. He dies. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. <laughs> um, then 20 Grail Knights, because they <laughs> are the best unit in the game. Well, the best, not, sorry, they're the best unit in the Brett. The, the compendium, yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah. yeah it's, they've got two attacks each. They reroll misses. They rend uh, one. Rend one, two damage on the charge. Um, freeze and freeze on the charge. Freeze, double freeze, damage. re-rolling misses. They're, they're, just, they're just so good. Um, do you do you supercharge as well? Do the supercharge absolutely. So they just wow. they just rape things. They full on rape things. Like I played 
Reading I played against a Malekith, um killed the rest of the army and then Malekith just wouldn't come near them. Um I don't know dice wise if they would have won, but he was pretty scared of them. Um, yeah, I think um from my from my point of view and I don't know how you feel, I mean we'll we'll talk we're not gonna go through the events and the games you played, but from my experience of Age of Sigmar, one of the important things in it is speed. Absolutely, that was, and that was position. the main thing, yeah. Because your threat range is so high on these units, mm. you can literally get them where they need to be. Um, whereas like when you've got certain armies, if I found with my all-infantry high elves, if I made a mistake in where my units were on the table, it's very hard for me to um, come in and support or, or do that threat. And you almost have to rely on a double turn to mm. really make an impact, whereas... Mm you've got the threat range that you can literally cover 20 inches fairly also, comfortably. I mean, you can... There's that, that factor with the... If you if you take the three wizards, for example, with a Grail Knight unit, you can be a little bit balls out with them by pushing them forward, rolling with a run, knowing you're not going to get the charge, um, hoping for the double turn, but running them into a piece of terrain so they get the extra armor save... Um, put a mystic shield on them so they're rocking a two up, give them the other damsel gives them the ward save, and then the Fey Enchantress gives them the plus two to hit. Yeah. Because then even if they get charged, they're still all they hitting on really two, rend with a two up save, fire up ward. They're, yeah. Um, but then if you get the double charge, then they just pile across the board and they just take stuff out. But I think yeah. that's the, the beauty of the game. Like you can buff a unit. It's what I was doing with Kradrin. Make him awesome, two up save, all the rest of it, charge him forward. If you get the next turn, he's in a position to press that advantage. But obviously you've had your hero phase, you become less awesome. Mm. If they commit to him and they get the next turn as well, you're still awesome for both rounds. Yeah, exactly. Until your hero phase. So I think um, it was a legit thing. I saw you, I think you played you played a guy with a load of Blight Kings of the Glockkin, mm. and you um, you basically launched one unit of knights out and kept the rest of your army back. He'd commit to you, and then you basically just countercharged and took his men off. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I did. Yeah, actually, that was with the Grail Knights. Yeah, um, yeah, um, they are, I would, yeah, best in that book, in that whatever you call it. Um, they are a really, really strong unit. Um, I did take nine Peg Knights. I think really you only need six. Um, These are pretty good too, right? They are great for killing shit things. Um, they are rubbish at killing anything that's half decent. Um, they're they're Ridiculous charge range means they're great for going character hunting or yeah. uh, killing a war machine or something like that. They're great for doing that role. Um, but anything that can take damage, they they just bounce off. Because um, a double charge means that they'll generally kill the rubbish thing that you've pushed them into. Yeah. But six of them is 12 attacks, 24 total you, know, you only need to roll a few bad dice against a half decent unit, and then they're not doing that much still. Um, yeah, but they're still freeze and freeze damage too, aren't they? They are. Um, <laughs> but so having it's the dice as well. <laughs> makes them having played with them, as I said, having played with them, they then they weren't that. I was I was underwhelmed really? by Pegasus Knights. Don't get me wrong. I say Grail Knights. I thought they were going to be the best unit, but then I saw Grail Knights, and they were awesome. So I was I was I was generally underwhelmed. Maybe I just used them wrong. Um, and they oh. died. Like I definitely used them wrong against uh, when I played you, Terry. I shoved them into your great unclean he one. Threw and they just all six into the great unclean one, and he just went, "All right, 
what's going on? (laughs) They got absolutely murdered by him. Uh, Then my favourite pick in the list, which is 30 Knights of the Realm. Um, They are awesome. 30 Knights of the Realm is just... It gives you so much flexibility in the scenarios of of Because you could literally put 50 Knights of the Realm on the board for 10 pool choices. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you could. It's It's not far off what I faced when I played Steve, though. It literally felt (laughs) like 100 horses on the board. Yeah, there was a lot. There was just so many cav models. You, it was just you were so overwhelmed from the first turn. And the thing that swung it really for the Realm Knights over the Errants is that if you have ten or more models in the unit, they have two attacks each. Which then, when you put the Fey Enchantress plus two to hit on them, it's they just the amount of damage they put out for fifteen guys. If you run them in a unit fifteen, because that's the max unit you could run them in. Yeah, hitting on twos. Only three damage two. And three comp. Speed they, 10, four, three up save yeah, on the charge, they, four up. They, they are immense. Because when, yeah. I, when I played Steve, he had two units of those. And a unit of Grail Knights. And a unit of Grail Knights. Oh. And, he, and a and unit of Pegs. And it was, oh, it's just and, so uh, many models. Let's talk about let's talk about the peasants. Did you, have you used any? Well, alright, okay. So you've gone straight oh, no. to the Trebs. Sorry. <laughs> I, I have not got any peasants in my list. Apart from the ones crew in the Trebs. Exactly. I looked, I did look at the archers, because why wouldn't you with the quadra shot? Um, yeah. but. The quad storm, arrow storm, whatever it is, it's pretty fun. I, I don't know. I, maybe I'll run it another event, um, and just 20 see. 20 inch range, not bad, is it? No, I mean, I was underwhelmed with the trebuchets. Again, like they they came good in one game, um, but it meant I had to fire both of them at a lich priest to take off five wounds with four shots. And but don't you think though that without the field trebuchets, that that sort of that tomb king combo army is a problem? Oh yeah, absolutely. But because you need a way to kill combo the army shouldn't pieces. exist. Well, no, but no. but it does at the moment. It, I mean, you could, moment. you could argue that your the size of your army shouldn't exist. Oh no, I, and I agree. Court, but, I think, yeah, I think yeah. there are things that should change. Um, but, but I mean, what, what I mean for the environment you were taking your list in. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think I had to take them in that particular game because I saw it was the only way of of coming yeah. out of that one in one piece. But generally, when you when you consider they take they, that two trebuchets at the moment cost five comp points, you can have twenty five knights of the realm for that. Yeah, and I think it's more the case of the knights of the realm being under comp rather than the. Yeah, she's been overcomped. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There are a lot of things that only got think, four think how those poor chaos players feel with their like five four point five hell cannon. Five hell cannon. Oh yeah, I agree. The hell cannon shouldn't be that much. Um, but looking at what else is out there, um, that is a what would say a similar value for the sim- for a similar amount of points. Mm, not um, so sure. There, there's I mean, not think, really any other war machines that are similar, though. I mean, be an elf player with your two and a half pool choice for a bolt thrower. <sighs> yeah, that's dog, that's dog shit. Twelve shots. Yeah, but it's it's two wounds. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I mean, field trebuchet though, you shoot the crew and they fuck off. But, but do, it's you, do you forty-eight think, inch? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's put you let's put you in the um in the spot here. Okay. So the ruling on war machines. Do you think ah. it's bullshit? Uh, yes, I think you the the owner should be able to allocate wounds to the allocate war scroll, wounds. and um, you allocate until things are dead. It's difficult. It's yeah. I think obviously I, there's that I think argument it's clear of, well, as it. fucking day, isn't it? I yeah, mean, the, the field more... trebuchet is the war scroll. A field trebuchet consists of a trebuchet war machine, 
and five peasant crew. Yeah. That is your war scroll. The fact you've got two stat dials doesn't make any fucking blind bit of difference. Yeah. Sorry, it's a bugbear of mine. But I don't <laughs> understand why it's even been ruled the other way. No, I, I, I can I can definitely see that. Yeah. yeah. And I would and I would rule it the same way. Um this is sort of one of the things that comes out of the whole and again it would it would come up at the end of of this i'm sure but um i'm loving playing age of sigma at the moment really i'm loving it but if it's going to become a bigger thing or age of momar if it's going to become a bigger thing become more popular events are going to increase in size it needs to have that person or that group of people who are going to keep it updated uh otherwise you get situations like that you yeah. need you need something that's a, it's a constantly evolving system. Yeah, and I think um, that's I mean, going to happen. Well, we, we're I mean for South Coast, obviously I've got to write a compact, and um, we will be asking for some feedback from certain people. Uh, I might ask yourself for some feedback on the Brett stuff. Um, but what I think will happen is that it will be picked up by the community in some way, shape, or form, um, and we'll see. But I'm hoping that. Even if there's a couple systems out there, that that gives TOs a bit more flexibility in what they want yeah. to run. I mean, think about it in eighth. I mean, eighth tournaments yeah. we played in was not eighth edition. It was no. a version of eighth edition that was comped, and everyone did their own version of it. So there's no reason to say that okay, we're going to be running um, the independent Age of Sigma pool choice with these changes. Yeah, exactly. So there's no there's no reason why that couldn't happen for individual events. I think as well the the biggest issue I've got at the moment with that is that um, as a TO you've got a lot to do yeah. and with no baseline to work from um, from GW because although we comped the previous game we actually had a baseline mm. um, I kind of understand why they're not doing it but at the same time I don't understand it because why you've been if you've been playing games workshop games for as long as we have why why change why change it Every game they do has a point system. Mm. It's just almost like an industry standard. That, who was it that said it? Um, games Workshop is a model company, not a game company. Well, they should call uh, themselves Model Workshop, then, yeah. they? not Games Workshop. I'm not agreeing. I'm just. Uh, no. <laughs> I've heard it saying. I've heard that. I've heard that battered about, but it's like a buzzword, isn't it? It's like when yeah. they. It's when like they, an excuse. They go, uh, "What do you rather drive?" You know. If we're the Ferrari, the Lamborghini of miniature companies, whatever it is, which I not, don't disagree with, but you know I think their models are amazing. But at the same time, it's like if you're going to spend the effort to write rules, I mean, how how much effort would it actually take to cost stuff? Even if you had a basic formula, at least help. Well, anyway, it's it's we control this. Yeah, that, that horse think, has been think, beaten so many yeah. times. I, I think, as I said, the Age of Sigma system, the Age of Momar, um, will. If if it's given the attention that it needs within a short space of time, there will have been enough events where it will become a streamlined system in its own right. Yeah. You know, think how long we played Eighth Edition for. How long will it take to streamline the Age of Sigmar, the pool document? It won't yeah. take that long if enough no, events no. are played. It's just no, a pain in the ass now because it's an early it's an early stage. Yeah, I mean, it's just the fact there's just so much volume of stuff yeah. to, to actually look at, and it's all different. Mm. The other thing is, at the moment, is Mo's very interested in Ninth Age as well, and he's he said that once he um, 
once he's done with Firestorm 4s, he's going to stop updating the pack. But at that point, you said that the South Coast one will probably take over. So, you know, it, it well, should we'll keep see. running. I'm sure the people that are playing it will carry on. But anyway, let's get yeah. back on to topic. So, obviously, you played uh, two tournaments for your list. Um, so you always touched about which units you thought were amazing. Now, under this, this clash system, you've only got a four-character slot. So what we I take it you were using the Fey Enchantress, the Green Knight, the Lord and the Damsel every time? Or? Um, the Fey Enchantress and the Lord were in every list. Um, and the Green Knight was for... The, the Green Knight was when I needed him. Um, also, if I found myself with a couple of points and I had to choose between a Damsel and five Knights or the Green Knight, I... It was the, the the more I played with him, as I said, I didn't. I played what two practice games before any of the events, and I didn't play with the Green Knight once um, then. And I took him because on paper he looked alright. Um, but the more I played, the more games I played through the two tournaments, the more I wanted to use him, mm. uh, and he started to take precedent. Um, because as I said, the fan chapters cast two spells, which is good, and then having the one damsel was fine because it still gives you the two um, mystic shields if you needed them. Yeah, um, and he was—he was just such a—he was an unpredictable element that for your opponent because quite often I—I I didn't like using the trebs. I used them less and less. Um, uh, whereas you know normally you see the trebs in the thirty. And that's when you think, okay, I'm, I have to think about what I'm going to be deploying in case he uses these two trebs because they're great against big units. Um, but at the same time, there's that green knight there who is just such an unpredictable element because you can spend a long time killing him um, and then he just comes back to life. Like you can bring him up on a piece of terrain and he's sat there with a two up save that ignores Rend. Uh, and he's just such a pain in the ass. Yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, but yeah, it was it was uh yeah the Green Knight, Damsel, Brett Lord, Fair Enchantress, yeah, it was a good combo. So in terms of your like your main your main units, then I mean, I guess you were just as many bodies of knights as you could fit. Yeah, I think my my general list. If I it started off with not having the Green Knight in it, um, and if I didn't take the Green Knight, I could have the Fey, a Brett Lord, a Damsel. Six peg knights, twenty grail knights, and all thirty knights of the realm, mm. um, which is just just a shit ton of bodies uh, on the board. Uh, then, as I played later on, it started to look more like uh, the Fey, Brett Lord, the Green Knight. Then, like, I would either go six pegs, um, uh, twenty grails, and twenty five knights of the realm, or just the three pegs for assassinating things, um, which will give me the extra point for the 30 Knights of the Realm and a Damsel. Um, yeah. yeah pretty, Tended uh, to stay away from the trebs. Yeah. I, I can understand why when, when you get so many more bodies. So many horses. Uh, it's, yeah, it's just it's just the number of bodies on the table because if you take the trebs, you know, a savvy opponent, if they've got the capacity to kill your scoring units... Um, that, then that's what we'll do. As I said, I played against Malekith. Okay, the, the list wasn't great, but if you play against a character that costs that many points, your game plan's always going to be the same under a clash comp. It's always going to just be ignore him and kill the scoring units. Yeah. Um, 
And so that's exactly what I did. And so at the end of the game, it was just this guy on a dragon riding around, not scoring any points, surrounded by horses on all sides. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. So let's just talk about the event then. Obviously, with the Clash Pack, you've got very specific scenarios. Um, how did you find competing in those? I guess if you've got a lot of bodies on the table that it, and you've got a lot of speed contesting objectives and actually the scenarios pretty much seems there wouldn't be any you really worried about particularly? Uh, no, not really. I think uh, the it, I actually, yeah, it was really good for the scenarios. And again, that's one of the reasons why I took all the cavalry. I do have a ton of infantry Brett models, um, peasant-wise, obviously, um, that I could have taken. But when you're going for objectives, speed seems to be the key. Um, and getting that charge is massive. So almost it was almost a byproduct being able mm. to capture um things because I, I wanted to take knights i wanted to take things that were quick and i wanted to take things that could hit hard um and lots of them so i it didn't really factor in the fact that i needed to capture things as well my idea was if i've killed my opponent I've, i'm going to capture stuff yeah i guess so fair enough yeah um so let's just have a little bit of a um talk about uh your games at the two events yeah. was there any sort of things that you learned um, about your, the army about how you should be playing Age of Sigma in general I mean the double turn you know the, how to mitigate that I mean you talked a little bit about putting the unit out there buffed and sort of if you get the turn your quids in if they get the turn and commit then they're survivable then you can counter charge things like that I mean I mean was it a learning experience for you these two events did you oh yeah absolutely massive massive learning experience um it's what we said going into it about combos being important absolutely um similarly if you're when when you are playing you want to try and eliminate your opponent's combos as quick as you can um so for example again i played terry i made the massive mistake of uh charging the the pegs into the great unclean one but I then did target his heralds with my trebs to try and kill them as early as can to stop things like the flamers reappearing and yeah. stuff like that. So you, you want to try and negate those those combos as quick as you possibly can. I played um, Rob Perrin's uh, all chariot tomb king list, which was just just disgusting, absolutely disgusting. Yeah. The speed of this army moves at, and it was all right. I, I, I took the right units. I played it right, but I think if you play that game ten times, I'm losing nine of them. Yeah. Um, I uh, one of the the big things about this Tomb King, I don't know if you've discussed it before, but one of the big yeah, things, we have talked about it. yeah, is this essentially an an infinite number of wounds this army can do, and it's generated by the, the smiting spell. Um, and so I hadn't actually played Tomb Kings before this list, before that game. Um, but do you not find that to negate that, you just kill the liches and then you're you do you've got to take, you've got to have the tools to do it but also yeah. when you've trips. got when you've got well the thing is when you've got a unit of chariots that can move 30 oh well over 30 inches a turn yeah it's and he's getting first turn as well it's yeah because he deploys the happening? formation doesn't he so he gets the he choice the formation. yeah exactly yeah. so i was i was fortunate in that i got to choose the deployment type so i chose the deployment that got me as far away as i possibly could be um and i just bunkered everything i could in the back corner um or on a piece of terrain um he decided not to charge in his first turn um 
and instead try and get all of his units from across the board all in position to charge me in his second turn. So that gave me a turn with my trebs and I managed. And again, it was fortunate. I killed one of the liches with trebuchets. Brought the green knight came up, which was you know good because I had to roll a four plus for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, then I had to roll a charge and I had to roll a nine, and I got that on two dice. Uh, and then he went in and killed the other lich priest off. And if you know any of those hadn't happened, then Rob would have more than likely just taken me off the board. Uh, yeah, but do you find that the because um, the unit once it's charged so far away from the liches, it, it can't do that anymore. And it's... It only has to do it once, though, I think. It, mm. Well, it's just the amount of output it can do. And also, um, you don't... Because, I mean, you technically, to... if you've got a big unit, you could actually contact multiple units. Exactly. Exactly. You don't have... You're not... Yeah, you can't think of it as one-on-one units. If he's no. got his army spread out wide, or a unit spread out wide, because it's particularly large, he can kill multiple units in one go. But um, I think this isn't going to be a thing in the next version. I hope that's not. coming up. It say, certainly I, won't be in for the South Coast anyway, yeah. so I'll tell you that yeah. now. I played against uh, uh, his brother. It's his brother, isn't it? Dan Ford. Yeah. Um, oh, is it his brother? Is it? Yeah. So, um, at at Reading, and he had a similar list in the sense that it was the ult- the unlimited number of wounds. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but yeah. I, I, sat it. My, I, was almost, I was just, I couldn't stop laughing in this yeah, game. Yeah, it was ridiculous. the ridiculousness of it. Um, he and was it's like when he a machine, the, wasn't he? It was. It, it's, I think he only got to like 96 wounds from six skeleton horsemen that he went, okay, I'll stop now. It's like, I need your, your dice. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'm going to rub dice at you and, and uh, like a machine. So you're, I, you're going to love it. Exactly <laughs> what it was. <laughs> literally. Then, you uh, were just like, literally, you broke. he broke you by rolling dice me. at you going, was, yep, that's a hit, really that's good. an attack, that's a re-roll, that's a thing. And, and you literally, I think one of the attacks, he got one hit through. Yeah. And then it turned into like 28 wounds or something it stupid. Crazy. It was nuts. It was, oh, it was crazy. But it was like, it was even when he goes, yeah, I'll stop now at 100 wounds. I don't need to roll any more dice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, thanks. Um, well, again, like I say, it's not, even, even in that situation, while he did, you know, in the end, he went, OK, this is silly. I'm, I'm going to stop playing like this. Um, you still obviously have to play to try and get something out of it. So mm. I essentially I had one unit of Grail Knights that I hunkered everything around and made sure there was no fucking way he was getting within um, three inches of that unit uh, so that when it did become my turn, I could roll them out um, and just clear that unit out. This this big heavy yeah. hitting unit, because in that game, it was his only I do find it funny unit. that he took probably one of the weakest combat units you could take in terms of skeleton yeah. heavy cavalry, which yeah. is awful, to, to prove a point that it's broken. Mm. But I did, you did play it very well because you essentially bunkered around the trebs and then you had like one unit, I think two units you ran away from Ray from that unit when he committed. Mm. And then you basically assassinated etc. Yeah. And then it, it lost a lot of its power. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was good. It was, it's an amazing thing to see. Like, if you think, if you hear it, you, I think you've got to see it to believe what this army does. Yeah. Um, it was even funnier in the game before when he was doing it to Lewis against that yeah. play drone unit. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Because that, that was just like, that was when everyone gathered around and realised what was actually happening. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, yeah. It was. This, it was had a had a two up save plus it's discussing resilience. And it was like you could have a one up save rerolling. It doesn't matter if you've got to roll a thousand you're, dice, does it? Yeah, you're you're gonna die. You're gonna die. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was. I, I, to be honest, like, I've been. I'm finding. Um, you know, aside from it, there's a couple. Probably only. Probably that's the only thing that's ridiculous, apart from maybe the Skink Patrol Ripper thing. But on the end, no engine. Sort of but that was, was not the fault. That wasn't of, the fault of the rules. That was the fault of a, a comp ruling that made that happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, um, so from your games then, you you found the army fairly solid, you had a lot enough scoring units, uh, you had the speed to influence the table, Yeah. you obviously had access to lots of mystic shields, you've had the long range tre- the trebs if you needed it, your green knight was your assassination piece along with your peg knights, and then basically your knights of the realm and ground knights were literally, they could be defensive or offensive. Yeah, they were the hammer and the anvil, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. which is just fantastic when you've got that multi-roll. Mm. Whereas I found like when I was playing with my high elves, I mean, Phoenix Guard, to be honest, are quite choppy, but I, I sort of had one unit which was defensive and one unit which was offensive, and they didn't really do the job both. I mean, Dragon Princes have the similar rules to what your knights have, um, in the fact that they've got the, um, you know, four at rerolling one on the save, one and two get shooting and double damage on the charge cost one to wound, so they've got the kind yeah, of quite similar a few thing. cavalry do that. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think it's more of a lance thing, really. Yeah. Um, but no, I've, well, that's pretty good. So, um, so sort of, obviously the events you, you spoke about, you spoke about your list and stuff. So, in terms of like Age of Sigma as a tournament game, what's your thoughts on it then? Now you're saying you're loving it, but what I mean? Obviously, you come from a, a Warhammer mm. sort of competitive background, yeah. to use the word. But you know, I mean, how do you find it? There was, I think, the initial response to Age of Sigmar was despair. Um, did you be- feel that too? I did, yeah. Uh, initially, uh, be- uh, only because it was so alien, so different. Yeah. Um, fortunately, I've got. I've got a couple of mates who just said, you know, let's just give it a go. We looked at mode comp and we thought, fuck it, let's just let's just have a game. Um, and I was playing with ogres that game, oh. and it was one of the most fun times I've had playing war game. It was just amazing in its ridiculousness, but also like you straight away there there were tactical nuances coming out of it. Yeah. Um, I I genu I do genuinely think that with comp, uh, it's it is a totally viable game to play at tournaments. I think um, I know the big bugbear with a lot of people is the double turn um, because it can be so. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think oh, I agree with both camps. I think. It can be massive in the sense that a double turn means you can move ridiculously far and get the charge that you need. Um, at the same time, you should be planning accordingly yeah. for not getting it. Um, just like you know, in, in in other games, you need to plan for both scenario. In, in eighth edition, you need to plan for both scenarios. Um, at this stage, it's not as easy to do it because not you know nobody knows what all the armies do. Um, yeah. So there is still that element of, oh, didn't know I did that. But it's uh, exciting, isn't it? Exactly. That's one of the things that makes it so amazing. Like I played against... Who did I, who did I play in the last game of... Um, 
AJ Barr, wasn't it? AJ Barr, yeah. And he was playing Empire. And I loved his army. And so the next event I go to, I'm going to be taking Empire. Because... Okay, that answers they, one of my couple okay, questions. Yeah. <laughs> they've so. got... They've, they have got a ridiculous amount of flexibility in their list. I mean, you look at the Empire Wizard and you can plonk him down and he can choose from one of eight spells Amazing. depending on the situation, depending on the game you're playing in or the opponent you're playing against, he can choose from one of those eight. I hope you're going to have eight models painted in the different colleges. Sam. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, um, <laughs> it's, I, I think it's totally viable, but as I said earlier, it needs someone or a group of people to be updating it. Even if it's like a core like this this independent pool choice it needs it needs a core rule set i think i yeah, feel people can build around it and if people yeah tos want to do their own thing with it they can say okay we'll use this core rule set but we'll change these things that we feel need changing and we'll make it our own we'll change uh, the scenarios yeah. up we'll do you know it's yeah it, i think it's, um yeah. it definitely needs um some of the events to stop just using clash cop straight out of the pack because yeah. it's going to get it's going to get tiresome very quickly. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we're going to be using hidden agendas, which are basically secret missions with a twist. We're going to have our own scenarios, so we're not using the clash scenarios. We're going to have our own pool system, which is based roughly around the same concept, but they're mm. just going to be wider bands, so we can have more disparity. And we're also going to have synergy costs. So if you take this, this, and this, that costs, uh, you know, so there's going to be a bit more than that, and probably going to have unit size uh cost and maybe even multiples of spamming um depending on what we're doing but maybe that's not a problem if they're costed appropriately so uh but and i think it's time time will make it make it better yeah and you know when we were playing at the end of eighth we loved it it was um it, it was, was a really place, system. It? it was in a great place to play and that, i think that's why so many people were sad to see it go um yeah, definitely. or haven't seen it go but you can we can definitely get this new game to a place of enjoyment like where we can really enjoy this game have really tactical competitive games uh, i mean we already had some of those i mean if you you had some really tactical games absolutely yeah, yeah. absolutely i mean i said i played against um when i was uh, playing at the very start of um uh, reading it was gary fisher and he had the glockkin in there and he had him yeah. basically hiding had the glockkin hiding behind those the putrid black kings i mean he uh he also had a, he played a, a mate of mine and he had the chaos lord that brings units on so he brought right. you know bringing on these these uh blight kings it's just nuts but it's stuff that you've got to play you've got to you got to um you got to account for it sorry have you looked at night goblins no not yet Mate. Okay. There's, there's definitely a list there. I'll tell Fair you. Fair enough. And um, it's yeah, I'm I, I definitely think it is a, a a doable game. Um, round bases. There's still something quite. I feel like I'm sort of betraying a trusted friend. Um, I by, like them by doing round bases, but I will. They look yeah, amazing. Yeah, they do look quite nice. I think cavalry on those ovals look amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Steve. In your oh, wow. gamey twenty-five mil square bases, wow. I think that that is a, it. It does have to be a standardised thing. I think at some yeah, point, or at least reach has to be standardised. Yeah, with I, some I, sort I, of house I, rule. I, I agree. I definitely um, agree. But I think, I mean, from what, I mean, what you've said there, I, I agree with pretty much what you've been saying there. I, I think um, what I found with Age of Sigma is it's a subtle game. 
mm. in terms of like a lot of the tactics to it are quite subtle. So like when I know you're saying, oh, you know, the people go out a double turn, and there was a consensus that you should always take give your opponent the first turn. Right. So my high elf army I took to Blood and Glory was designed around my opponent giving me the first turn. Yeah. So I played around it, and it worked really well. Mm. So um, I think that as people become more experienced, there's some, definitely some amazing uh, combos there. And I had some really good tactical games um, at Blood and Glory and also at Clash. Um, I'm, I'm loving it, and there's so many armies I'd like to do. And, and actually, after playing against the Stormcast, I... I'm really excited about doing a Stormcast army because I think they're quite flexible. They've got their weaknesses. They've got they've got a couple quirky nuance things. They, they're kind of their kind of thing is that lightning strike thing, which I quite like. I think it's quite cool. But um, they're not they're quite fragile. Um, they've got good shooting, which nobody seems to have really taken advantage of yet. I mean, obviously, only one person's really taken them to an event so far. And that was Pete. I don't think anyone's else used them. Have they. Uh, Paddy yeah. took him. Oh, to... Paddy took him to um, what to London's London, calling. London's calling. Yeah, there wasn't any uh, warfare, were there? So there wasn't. So any they've had clash. they've had two showings basically yeah. in four, five tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd be interested to see how Ben Johnson gets on when he plays with his army because obviously um, Pete was using Ben Johnson's army, but doesn't mm. really doesn't hasn't really played with them but obviously Ben Johnson has been playing a lot of games with them so I imagine he'll be doing quite well with those because they they actually do present quite a challenge of how to play against it because it's quite it's quite hard I, um and I mean, it's it's no easy way to say it is that sense that um you, you can see that it's a tactical game um one of the, the big things that goes into it is that the the, the people who were playing eighth ed well you can see already are playing age of sigmar well yeah it's it's uh it doesn't become a game of luck just because yeah it's just not just a game of luck the if you if you know how to play war games you know how you can play age of sigmar um it's it is still a tactical game but i love how accessible it is in terms of that there isn't i mean when we when refereeing the the warfare event, there just isn't rules questions. There just no, isn't it's because it's all. Isn't it? it's the all only questions were related to comp, mostly. the comp, yeah, mm. like to all do the with the, comp, the scenarios, the yeah. missions, yeah. Because yeah. to be honest, like most of it, it's like it's all there. Um, it's black and white. As long as you read it carefully and, and kind of get your take your eight fed brain out and put it away, um, I think. What I really, I know I'm not saying the rules are, there aren't bits that aren't 100% clear, but the point is, I think that what I love about it is the elegance of it. Mm. It's the like, what do I need? I don't need to know your weapon skill or my weapon, it's just fours. Yeah. Fours and threes, threes and threes. And after a few games, you get so used to the roles you need that mm. you don't even have to be flicking through the war scrolls. No. No. Um, and I, I think it's such a, that is that I sheer elegance is now, beautiful. And I think now, if you're gonna if you're gonna give it a go, now is the time to do it because Definitely. you're in that time where nobody really has a handle on it. There is no meta game. Um, everyone's learning. Everyone's learning. Everyone's toying with lists, seeing what works, seeing what they enjoy using. You know, if you come to this in a year's time, or you know, uh, it could be potentially even less. But you know, let's say a year from now where the comp has been worked on you there will be people 
um, I intend to be one of them, uh, who have got a much firmer grasp on the game. And then you might start to see that thing again where people go to events and they get just ruffle stomped because they have no grasp of of the meta game or anything like that. Yeah. So, you know, if you really want to, if you want to get the whole package, like you want to really enjoy this sort of this almost this age of innocence at the moment where, you, where everyone's just having a really great time because the, 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 it's discovery. Exactly. There's no net lists at the moment. Exactly. There's, there's the, the mood, like you said, I think you, you, you know, the mood there was just amazing. Both events, everyone was just laughing, getting on with each other, and then we looked, we looked across at like at the eighth event at, at oh, Reading. Dang. You know, obviously we love, you know, we love playing eighth and stuff. But we looked across and we saw all the laser pointers out, and you sort of wanted to say to yourself, "What a bunch of cunts!" Yeah, that, that's we that, did talk about that, didn't we? When I was oh, doing was some f- rulings, fucking first ruling of the day, and it was, um, I'm deploying my, and I haven't deployed, and it's like, oh, I just, I just move on, guys. Come on, what get with the future. Is this is the future. Future. And there was, I've got this model in a challenge here with this model here. Can so I, this one can't go there. And then what happens to this when this dies? Can I and challenge then, a bell without a rider and all this kind of bullshit? Yeah, it's like there's no there's no rider on the um, not this what's it called the dark elfing oh, the, the cauldron, chariot, the, blood one, the cauldron. Yeah. So there's no rider on it, and it's like oh, well, can I can it issue a challenge? It's a chariot. It's not a character, is it? It's, it's an like, animate object. Yeah, <laughs> it's me. And to me, <sighs> that just made complete sense that it could not straight away but you still have to check the rules because but i still have to go and show yeah. them the rules but on, even like, then the like, in your page. head there's that thing maybe if you read the rules raw yeah that whole raw thing but i mean i, I you know love eight i had a really good time playing eight but, but I, I they I'm, looked unhappy i'm loving no i don't <laughs> yeah. think so i think oh, some of them look so <laughs> I, think, I think what what i like about age of sigma is that it's it's progressive in the fact that, like you say, it's the age of age of it's, it's the journey, and this is the time to get into the journey because yeah. everyone's on this voyage of discovery, and there's so much stuff. And I'm look, look at the scrolls and go, I'd love to do this, I'd love to do that. Oh, the night goblin formation, oh, it's amazing. Mangler squigs, nobody's seen the abuse with fanatics, and I was so pleased. There was a guy at Blood and Glory using using night goblins, doing really well with it, and he goes and and um, one of the guys there, Rob, who's, I mean, these guys are new players to tournaments as well, which is great to see new blood. Mm, yeah. And Rob was going, um, oh, you should play as dwarfs. His dwarfs are bullshit. And I'm like, I want to know what these bullshit dwarfs are about. And apparently there's different types of complaints you can make with your long beards, <laughs> which I just think is brilliant. I, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I, um, but I haven't looked at them yet. And, and there's so much to look at. There's so much to play. The Stormcasts are almost like a blank slate. They're, yeah. There's, there's so many tricks and things, and I want to be surprised. I want to go into a game and be like, wow, I've never seen that before. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it was like know. our game at Blood and Glory, wasn't it? It's yeah, like, yeah I'll, I'll take that Phoenix. It, it, I looked at the war scroll of something else, and I thought it was that, and I was, and then the Phoenix coming in just went, yeah, I'll just one-shot that. So, like, oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it does that, does it? You, you know you're on your 12-inch <laughs> line. Here's Cradrin in your face with a two-up save. On, on turn one with a four-up save. Yeah. And, like, he just couldn't, you couldn't Rerolling touch to it. hit and to wound. Do! <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. It's, um, I, I saw, I th- when I was playing against AJ, he had the Hurricaneum. Mm. And he was saying, so if it gets really lucky, this thing can do 46 mortal wounds a turn. It can wow. what? Yeah. It's just, it's, it, it, yeah, loving it at the moment with this, yeah, like I said, this, this age of innocence that everyone's in. Just like having that. a really, really fun time. 
Yeah, and um, I, I'd say that obviously you've got new models coming out. Um, sure, the Archeon's been sort of in the, the, I don't know what they're called in English, but in the German it's Varengard, isn't it? It might be called the same thing, but those. Aren't they called Archeon's Vanguard? Probably. That might make sense. That might be German for Vanguard, Varengard, I don't know. But they, um, they look awesome. They're like monstrous chaos knights, and not just like. Have you seen these two? <sighs> I have not. Oh. oh well, we'll get you the picture in a sec. The new chaos knights, mate. They are immense. Just like okay. complete chaos horn. Just when I thought I was out, chaos dragging me back in. It's like no, um, no, I love it. And there's so much to do. Um, I and and even as barely scratch the surface of things like terrain war scrolls. I mean, I've done a. Um, I've done a, a draft of a pack which basically says, here's some different scoring systems. Here's how you could do terrain. So why why not make for your event and say, yeah, bring a wood, bring a building, bring you know, bring a hill and bring a something. Use the something can be any GW war scroll terrain. The other three, you use these war scrolls and you actually have a, a what does a hill do? Yeah. Well, for our event, this is the war scroll for hills. Make yeah. your own rules up. So yeah. you can literally... And and actually, I found that. Have you used the roll the dice to see what type of terrain yes. stuff is? Yeah, that's it's awesome. a really good laugh. That's actually what we did that on the on the first game we played, and I was disappointed that it wasn't in the clash comp. Yeah, I mean, we I didn't do it at Blood and Glory until I played uh, Pete um, in the fifth round, and it was it added like another depth to the game. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. in the last game we played it as well, and I picked up some of those scenery dice. Because that makes things really easy. Oh, did yeah. you get some? I've yeah. got some of those as well, and they're really good. Um, yeah. And and like that, to me, like that, that makes the game infinitely more interesting. Um, and I, I'm really excited, and I love I love how armies look on round bases. And I was really pleased that Blood and Glory, there were no armies on square bases, like entirely on squares. Nice. There were some armies which were half and half. But every single army was on rounds, and it looked great. Nice. And that, that to be honest, in the future, I mean, I think in a year's time, it's going to be in such a good place. But I would say to people, listen to this: if you've got, everyone, if you've been playing Warhammer, you've got an army, mm. go to an event. Cause Just give event, it a go. Events are yeah. mostly about hanging out and chatting and, and the stories exactly. and what happens anyway. So just just turn up your models, give it a go. It's not like you've got to commit a lot of time to learn no. the rules either. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, and, and that's another good thing I like about it is that you're not the actual the the barrier to entry in terms of rules is very low. Yeah, I mean, Byron learned to play on the event on the event in yeah. the first round of the small like mini sort of game on the Friday. Yeah. So I know this is sounding a bit fanboyish, but I am generally ex- I, I I generally feel sorry for people. Who Kev Weaver? This is for you. Who who are basically <laughs> going? This is rubbish. I'm not playing it. I'm not giving it a go. It's like Dis- you, you're missing out, guys. Yeah, you're disclaimer. Out. I did not get any free shit from Games Workshop here. I'm still loving it. Yeah, I mean, we did get free shit, although that stopped. Hit hit with that stopped now. Judge. Where is our free shit at? Yeah, where is Come it? On. Come on. Come on. We're supporting you. Come yeah. on. Look what we're doing. <laughs> just just give us just free just shit. like three Archeon, four Archeon models for Christmas. Five. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not getting free stuff. Please send me free. No, as you promised, I wouldn't give a shit if they didn't send us anything for free. It's all going to change my opinion. No. I don't force my opinion or, or, you know, I mean, the amount of money and time I invest, I wouldn't have bought, I invested all this money in my Stormcast army 
all four pence of it. Um, no, so, um, well, effectively, like, 350 quid in an army if I'm not loving yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, I, I, you know, I mean, hats off to... I mean, I love the ETC. I've done it. For me, I've done it. I've, I've put a pin in that. It's fine. Um, I love it. I love the social. I, I love the first time in Germany. It was amazing. Uh, the, the sort of the guys that I've I've met out from other countries, um, but I'm ready to move on, and I'm hoping that there will be Age of Sigmar etc at some point. That I reckon there will. I would I would apply in a heartbeat. Me too. For that. I'd be all over it. I think it'd be a fantastic game to play at the etc. Yeah. I mean the amount of like I mean obviously. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I, I, I'm sure it would probably implode some of the. Uh, there'd be some real shenanigans with. Oh, I've just not my model before I pile it in, and now it's suddenly round the. <laughs> <or something. Yeah. laughs> but um, I think it'd be. Um, I, I really hope that that it's going to go strength to strength with Taunt Gaming. I'm sure it will. I mean, we've got loads of events lined up. Um, speaking of which, before we keep gushing about the game. What events you got coming up, Steve? What are you planning to do? Um, I am going to the Dudley Darkboards event. When is that in March? Um, I I really wanted to go to the Cardiff event. Unfortunately, I am getting home from holiday uh, that day. I did look into the Bjorn event. That looked... That's this weekend, though, isn't it? That's that this is, weekend yeah, it's it's this just weekend. too far away for us. Yeah, that's, the problem. The, that's the thing at the moment. It is. Uh, other than that, I Sheffield? hope to get uh, when Sheffield February February. Oh, I have to sign up for that one. There's when still space. That, getting on that. Space. It's, it's an awesome event. Um, when is it? Because the reason I couldn't February. go to Clash because that's it. No, they're, they're not Clash. You know the other one. I mean uh, Cardiff because that's when I'm on holiday. But I think that might be before then. I'll have a look. If it's if it's good, then I think I'll sign up to that one. Um, it's looking good, uh, and then hopefully um, some uh, uh, coming down to South Coast. Go for that one. Ooh, oh yeah, you'll know you'll be at South Coast. Yeah, that's just going to be massive, mate. Yeah, I, there's yeah, the people saying they won't go. No, they will. they will go, and they will have a good time, or else. <laughs> no, it, it, I am. I genuinely, I'm really looking forward to 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 South Coast because if we can generate that positive atmosphere of, of enjoyment in in this stage of the game in a big event brilliant it's just going to be amazing i feel a bit bad for everyone who's not going to be at south coast looking at twitter going yeah. oh this looks amazing why didn't i go i'm i'm going to rebase an army ready for south coast next year love it nice. don't know what it's going to be but there will be a round based army going to south coast I'd Never. recommend you look into accommodation pretty sharpish as well. It only takes me 40 minutes to drive it. Oh, yeah, it's true. You're quite close, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, hopefully we'll get support for the event. I'm sure we will. And if people who, are, who, aren't, who aren't in Age of Sigmar and they've had a good time previous years, come down anyway. Mm. Play anyway. Doesn't matter. You can learn on the day. Doesn't matter if you just get easy. pissed out of your fucking mind and just roll dice at your opponent and just have a blast. You know... You, you know what the event's about. The paint competition's going to be there. It's going to be a good atmosphere. Yeah. It's going to be Friday gaming. You know, even if you're into into your night phase, play night phase in the evening. But but play in the event. You know why not? Yeah. It, it, it's it's going to be everyone's going to be there. Turn up, hang out. You know, it's going to be a great 
great experience. So hopefully we'll get a lot of people. Um, so on that, um, I think we've pretty much covered everything. But if you, yeah, I guess that's pretty much everything, isn't it? I mean, but before we go, so next army, I mean, you touched on Empire, didn't you? Yeah, I think it's again, it's that sort of stage where your old armies are suddenly becoming your new armies because you're yeah. rediscovering them. Because um, they're different. Because like, they're different, exactly. Different. So I, was, I, was, I looked at the Empire and, um, yeah, I think, I think I'll probably give those guys a run out. And if I don't, if I don't have the love for them, then probably the Ogres will be coming out because I did have, say, a practice game with some Ogres and had a, had a great time. They weren't broken... But again, they were a little bit silly. <laughs> I, I did have three units, three of them in my practice game. I played against twenty-four at Blood and Glory. Yeah, oh. that was not fun. It was I fun. I don't have. To yeah, play. it was fun, but the amount of damage they did was not fun. <laughs> and my Phoenix Guard didn't last a single round. <laughs> they did three damage, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. And they got rend, and they got two inch reach, and they got a lot of attacks, yeah. and they got a lot of wounds. Yeah. If you keep general alive, they don't take they don't take thing magic tests either, no. do they? Battle shock. And you've got that like all down to the iron gut rule or something. Oh uh, yeah. What do they do then? They re-roll some re-roll stuff. everything. They just much. go badass for a turn, don't they? Um, wow. They're they're awesome. Like I mean, I mean, oh oh, well, actually, I just, I just saw the rule the rules for the thunder horn thing. Thunder tusk. I oh, just take six more wounds. Yeah, just take six wounds. Off you go. Yeah, I I think the stone horn's awesome as well. Yeah, as well. Yeah, but, absolutely great. I mean. Let's get your opinion on this. So, Grand Alliance or Compendium? Um, at the moment, I'm enjoying just the single books. Like, Rats by themselves, Emperor by themselves. I'm, I'm struggling to keep up with individual armies at the moment. Yep. Maybe as you know, time goes on and people learn more about stuff, then introduce because then that'll be a new element of oh, and then you'll be there'll be the new nuances and the new things that go on in your list. Uh, yeah, at the moment, I'm 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 liking just the single book, but at the same time, why shouldn't warriors be able to play with demons um, and yeah. beastmen? Um, why shouldn't empire be able to play with? Elves every once in a while, things like that. A couple of trebuchets. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, trebs in my high elf army. Oh yeah. But yeah, I, <laughs> at the moment, while we're still learning, I'm I'm liking just the single book because that's hard enough as it is. Um, I I think just open it up to everyone, get the learning done done quicker. <laughs> I think I think it'd be amazing. Like literally, um, from my point of view, like I found the end of the end times refreshing and really interesting. And being able to do your Chaos Legion, you know, your your Undead Legion army, uh, my, the Chaos Legion. Yeah, so why not wait? Why not wait? Because we, we're in this stage now where we don't we don't do need that. that now because I it's do. a new game. I want to use my Nurgle, man. I, I get that, but it's a new game now and we're all really enjoying it. So when when things have calmed down a bit, then you can go, oh, and guess what, guys? Now you can use anything things you like. Things will calm down by South Coast. It's all good. South Coast is the Alliance. Get used to it. It's the way to play the game. I'm still coming, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> you will be when you've got your your prime and your your yeah your Optimus Prime and two cannons in your Brett army. Yeah, <laughs> like you take your Green Knight, get rid of that, 
Fuck that. I'm going to have a Prime. Yeah, fair enough. You'll love it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I genuinely thought you were play- you were talking about Optimus Prime for a second there. Well, um, he pretty much that's, is. That's an embarrassing he moment. He basically is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I am very tempted that when I start doing games with him and, and we've got Prime stories um, to splice in You've Got the Touch. Just for anyone who doesn't know. If you don't know, go away <laughs> and watch Transformers the movie. Yeah, the original mean, Transformers. I don't mean the lens flare bullshit thing, abominations that have been released recently. Not Michael Bay, the original I cartoon. Mean, I mean the actual amazing cartoon. Yeah. Amazing. Anyway, um, yeah, down to the Iron Guts. <laughs> um, <laughs> so when Iron Guts use this ability, it's once per battle. You can reroll hit, wound, and save rolls for, of one to this unit until your next hero phase. And all you need is one Ogor model has fled from the battle in the game. So, um, at you just any said shit unit forward first. Yeah, so at any point after that, all your Iron Guts can basically become super awesome. Is um, it every Iron Gut unit can do it once? or Yeah, yeah every Iron Gut. So basically, you take you get a few bulls, shove them forward. forward, watch yeah. them die, and then bring on the Iron Guts. Yeah. Or it, you throw an Iron Gut unit forwards. Yeah, I suppose you could do that as well. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, Iron Guts, fantastic. So, um, yeah, Ogres, pretty good, pretty interesting. But um, so you you might be doing this South Coast, do you think? I don't know. It'll I'll, I'll give Brett a rest, um, and it'll probably be Ogres or Empire, I imagine. Yeah, go pick up another undercomped army. Yeah, I see. Oh, yeah. yeah, or demons. <laughs> or maybe I'll take some, some demons with a changeling that can be the assassinate character, which you can never touch. Which well, is just a fucking stupid rule. You just have to tell your opponent how to deal with it. Yeah. Unlike some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't talking about me. No. I'm, I'm all. I'm in the dark here. The Basically, dark. The, cha- the changeling has a rule that um, you can never target it. You can't with anything. Unless he does stuff, like unless he casts a spell or attacks or shoots, or if you start, if, or if in your hero phase you have a hero within three inches of him, um, so effectively you can't touch him. And obviously in Clash Comp, one of the rules is you can. You're basically make, saying he's like MC you, Hammer. Yeah, you basically you can't, you can't touch, touch him. Touches. Yeah. So. But someone forgot to tell their opponent how his rules worked. Indeed. So that, so that they could not never be revealed, so he couldn't get the general assassinate because he yeah. could never target him. Yeah, that wasn't me. <laughs> but it wasn't Steve. That wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that did happen. But uh, it's, I mean, other thing again, it's not. If you play for the double turn, you can catch him because you you run onto him in your turn. In so that if you get a double turn, you start within three inches of him in your hero phase, and then you. Just kill him that way because he's, he's not. He's just a shitty little herald. Could oh, you not please. as well surround him and then put a hero next to him? That's actually what somebody did. So even if you get, if they get the turn, he can't move out the way. Exactly. Yeah, he boxed yeah. him in. Somebody actually did that, uh, and it worked. Obviously. Um, pretty interesting. But it is. It's still quite funny. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's cool. That's good. I like that. The change thing. Interesting. Fun model. So you got points. Probably overcomped, I reckon. Yeah. No, I mean, because he can cast other Zinch spells. 
So you get triple gateway from Lord of Change, Kairos. Oh, yeah, other Zinch spells. You can cast a spell of any wizard within 12 inches. Oh, yeah, any, any wizard, sorry. Yeah, but then that, that comes down to synergy again. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's probably not a two if you haven't got the other stuff, but if you have, maybe a two. But he can also do this thing where he picks a unit and they have to half their movement. Yeah. So he can, like, slow down units, and he's he's really useful. He, and the fact that he can go up the board and dick around as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just two is quite high. Two one, is one quite high, high for possibly. Model. He doesn't really for a do any damage with a shit save. No, he doesn't do any damage. But so. then he stands next to your horror, uh, your flamer unit, and then can't be killed because you can't target him. So yeah. then he makes your flamers continuously come back. But then he's I, not set up within like your deployment zone. Yeah. Yeah. So you only you only get that if you deployed in their deployment zone, and then ran across the board to your flamers. I yeah. think you can set him up normally, can't you? Uh, I, not, no. I think you have to deploy in their territory. Yeah. Oh, well, just running back. <laughs> Hike yeah, back just, over. Just, why Why is that guy running towards the demons? I don't yeah. get it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I um, I I don't think he's that bad. Um, I, I kind of like these sort of things. I'd rather have him like lower so people used him. Yeah. And then yeah. if he's bent, then... I think he, he sounds a little bit quirky. That's like they're good in some situations, not in others. He can you know, he can only target one unit and if you're savvy to that, like if I had to play him with my Bretts, I'd just spread my units out. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it totally negates him. Um yeah. yeah. Cool model as well. Awesome yep. model. That's why I use as my Herald. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay, cool. Well I think that about wraps it up. So uh thanks for coming on, Steve and so hopefully that's inspired some people to do a Brett army. The, yeah, right before just, they get just nerfed before they get on Thursday. Nerfed. <laughs> or, or, or just in general, just, just get behind Age of Sigma as a game. So um, yeah. thanks for coming on, and no doubt we'll, um, we'll hear from you again at some point. No worries. Hopefully we'll uh, see you at South Coast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.